Okay, we ready, Yitzi? Oh, Rabbi Lazarus is also here. Okay. Um, wow. Okay, one of the one of the one of the gifts of life uh, in irony in irony is what we chase what we chase to achieve and we chase and chase and chase um, that becomes sometimes the the problem in our life um, because we keep on chasing and chasing when when the the gift that we're looking for uh, might be right under our nose and most of the time actually is under our nose when I say might be under our nose is just uh, a better way of saying uh, that that is really the way life works a lot of times where we try to fix things we try to um, change things it's one of the things we speak about in sheer all the time to change our life when sometimes just you know we talk when you deal with gratitude and you deal with being thankful as we've said many times um, it's not that grateful people uh, happy people are grateful but rather grateful people are happy you know people who work towards uh, happiness um, and they work towards happiness when sometimes you just have to realize I actually maybe have everything that I need as we're going to talk as we come to Yaakov and I, I don't mean this uh, in a pun um, but they say that the difference between Yaakov and Esav is Yaakov is Yeshli Kol Yaakov says I have everything Esav is always missing something Yeshli Rav Yeshli Rav oh, oh. the Pasuk says Pasuk and Chumash says Yeshli Kol he, know, he knows the pun. So I'll you, you'll, you'll hear in a second that, that uh, Yeshli Kol means that I have everything. Yeshli Rav means I'm always missing. I'm always missing. Um, as you'll... Where's Binyamin's... Oh, good. Binyamin's here. So we got the Binyamin principle. One of the... One of Binyamin. Binyamin. We'll give Binyamin a... This is all... We, there's all a hachana because we didn't do usually we do we'll get to that in a second Rabbi Yaakov we'll get to that in a second uh, uh, it's uh, moments in time moments in time that we can tr try and pause because the craziness of time is it's the only thing that you can't stop I mean one day your t our time does stop and time really very parenthetical is uh, is is gashmias time by Hashem it's all the same. We're the same as Adam Rishon, Avram Avinu. It's all one big same thing. There's no past, future, or present by Hashem, which if you try and wrap your head around it, you can't because we're in a physical world. It's all the same. Time in itself is, uh, is, is physical. But in moments, that's the beautiful beauty of a moment. A moment in time to stop and to tap in, oh, the Binyamin principle, that's what I was saying, is that sometimes when a person works very hard, and especially if you're in yeshiva, especially by us, and we talk about, I gotta change, I gotta grow, I gotta change, I gotta grow, the irony is, is that there are moments in time, Shabbos is really like that a little bit, where you could just tap in and say, I'm here. 
And the second you're here, you got to move forward. You got to move forward. The reason I'm saying Binyamin principle is because that balance of loving who you are, loving where you are, loving the struggle, loving the stage that you're in, and at the same time, you're pushing hard. You're pushing hard is really the balance. That's where the Binyamin principle comes in, is that, yeah, I got to work on myself, and I got to work on myself, and I got to grow, and I got to change, and I got to develop, and I got to, every day's got to be different and higher. This week's parsha, right? Right? They were all kulan shavim letoiva. Avraham zakein ba bayamin. Well, you think they made up one day at a time? It was t- just for today? Just for today? Just for today is, 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 is a Jewish concept. And, and the way a tzaddik and the way, as the Kleisenberger Rebbe, I think, said, the difference between me and my friends is that I lived for today. My friends were worried about how I'm going to have a great year. Why I lived for today. The reason I'm saying that is that, uh, this is so deep, is that uh, uh, we start off the shear, and Avi's going to say it now in front of his father. And I want to say something that's so crazy that, that, uh, that, that you shared with me. Rabbi Yaakov, that's Rabbi Yaakov Friedler. Um, when, when we just spoke a few days ago. And it's so, uh, for this year, it's almost like a, the microcosm of this year. Whenever I see a father and a son together, because this we've spoken about, we all have father issues. Fathers and sons, I know you're standing in front of your son, so it's a little bit weird to say that, but, but we, all, we all have father issues. That's a very, I can't talk about for the girls because I'm not a girl, right? And you could have issues with your mom too. But there is a thing called your father. You have stuff with your father. The Svarim even talk about it. The Svarim even talk about it. The Tzaddikim even talk about your relationship with God in relationship with your father. That's a natural thing. If you have a monster of a father, then God's a monster to you. If you have a father who's a certain way, it's brought down in Svarim. I could show it to anybody that's not for now. But that's besides psychologically, we know that to be true. But it's, it's documented in the tzaddikim talk about it. That your relationship with your father is very connected to your relationship with yourself. And all the things that we talk about over here is how to be a great father. How to be a great father. How to be a great father. How to be a great spouse. Who sent me, someone just recently sent me such a great quote about that, about being a father, how you hurt. Did you send it to me? Who sent me a quote? Well, the storm. Oh, well, what was, so we got to get it. What a quote. Listen to this. There's all the hachana, Rabbi Yaakov. We didn't even start shir yet. Avi didn't even say the, the tefillah yet. Yitzhi sent this to me. Guys, listen to this. Oh, my gosh. God bless you, Rabbi Yaakov, that you're here t- tonight. It must be some holy yard site or something holy in the world that we're doing this right now because this is very deep, guys. You got it, Yitzhi? Or I get it? You, sent, you texted it to me? Okay, I got it. I got it. Oh, my gosh. Never let your storm, I, I think it's more than getting wet, I would say it's more than that. What? To drown, exactly. I almost had the same thing. Never let your storm get your, the, the quote is, never let your storm get your kids wet, right? Meaning don't let, exactly, that's what I, that's what I would say. Don't let your storm 
kill your children. Don't let your lightning and your thunder kill your children. Now, Chas Shalom, I know it's very strong. Chas Shalom, it's very strong. But it, it's similar to the someone who doesn't heal will bleed on someone who never hurt him. Hurt people, hurt people. So now I'll tell you why I'm saying that. So Avi's going to start off with the tefillah next to his father, and I'm going to, and, and then we're going to explain the tefillah that we say every day. And I'm so happy we started that this year is a very simple tefillah, and the tefillah goes, Avi, go for it. Hashem, please, please, please grant me the serenity to accept the people I cannot change, the courage to change the one I can and the wisdom and the humility to know that that person is me. Amazing. Okay, now, I, now, now, I'll, tell, now I'll tell you why this is so beautiful. To, 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 be, to be a person, to be a person, to let go of your son. I, I speak to parents a lot, I speak to people a lot. One of the hardest things for a person to do is to let your child be your child, is to accept your child for who they are. One of the hardest things, guys, you ready for this? And this goes to you guys. This isn't even going to the fathers. You know one of the hardest things for us to do? One of the hardest things for us to do as children is to accept our parents for who they are. For us to accept that I'm different than my father. To accept that I'm separate from my father and to accept that I can't change my father and for my father to accept that he can't change me and for me to accept that I can't change my wife and my wife to accept that she can't change me and for me to accept the fact that I can't change that guy who I look at him and I wish he would be different I wish that guy I wish my roommate would be different I wish that guy would be different I wish everybody would this be that's why one of my favorite quotes be the change that you want to see in the world because that's the only thing you can do. So when I see a Mr. Friedler, I see Rabbi Yaakov Friedler, I see his son Avi, and you know this is not new to because you're here. You can go back in some of the shiurim and it's not new. The, the, the light of Avi Friedler, the ability to, to disconnect yourself from the world in order to change your world, I like that, it's a new quote that just hit me, to disconnect yourself from the world, to change my world, to change me, and that's the only way you could do that, and that means sometimes disconnecting, I'm saying right in front of father, sometimes it means disconnecting from your parents, not in a, an emotional way, or that I don't love you, it means dad, I gotta do what I gotta do to heal and to take care of myself, and for a son to be able to do that, for a father to be able to let his son and give him that space to be him is what it's all about. So tonight, in, in a certain way, for me, is a crazy moment. As everyone knows how much I love Avi, and everyone knows how much they love Avi, and everyone knows how amazing Avi is. Could you imagine his father? Could you imagine his father? And... And I'm going to share. <laughs> and I'm going to share something that, that Rabbi Yaakov, the first time I met him, I met him uh, last year, the first time I met him. 
and, I, and I'm saying this as a compliment to you, to, to, to Avi's father, and how funny is that the apple, the Heshev Levavos, Habanam Levavos, and you said it to me here also, right, when I saw you the first time, right? Rabbi Yaakov's a person, how ironic, who works on himself, and not only does he work on himself, it's almost like he was in yeshiva over here. Maybe you got to come to move to Eretz Yisrael. Avi, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I'm already inviting your father. Move to Eretz Yisrael. Hang out with us. Hang out with the boys. Come schmooze. Why, and why am I saying that? Not just to make you feel good in front of Avi. Because when you meet someone who is a regular guy who works, who's uh, in Brooklyn, blah, 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 but what he talks about is growth. What he talks about is I'm changing myself. What he talks about is I'm working on myself. Most people are like, right, you talk to them about their kids like, yeah, I, I got it all together. I'm good. Rabbi Fisher, let's talk about my son. Yeah, let's talk about my son. He's not talking about his son. He's talking about himself working on himself. Right? As we say, Rabbi Yaakov, look at this. Rabbi Lazarus is a Rosh Hashiva from Ar Sameach. Rosh Hashiva is a little bit, a little bit older than us. Uh, he should be gesund. What is he doing? What does he got business sitting in this year? You know why he's sitting in this year? Because he lives that, that, that statement of, he lives that statement, I got it. He lives that statement. It's always good to have something to play with. He lives that statement. He lives that statement of, I got to work on myself. You would say, come on, Rabbi Lazarus, you didn't graduate already? He's got many years to graduate. After 120, that's when, that's when you graduate. Until then, as a, yeah, 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 exactly. So there's no greater, for me, there's no greater, and especially now during the war and during uh, what we're going through, sometimes we forget, we get, we get very much drawn into, you know, politics, we get drawn into the world, we get drawn into what's going to be with this, what's going to be with that, and we forget the basics, and we get, forget the basic principles of life. So I just want to say, um, I don't know if you want to say something, Rabiako, if you want to share anything, there's zero pressure, we're going to start this year anyway, but really it's just a, a um, to all of us it's a chizik. You know what the chizik is? And that's what I was saying with the, with the father and the son. I don't, I don't believe, and again, I didn't have a deep conversation with Rabbi Yaakov, Avi's father, about this. But I, I believe that his focus, the irony of, of life is that when you chase your child and you chase things to work out for your child and you chase that I got to change my wife, I got to change my children, I got to change the world, you'll never, you'll never do it. When you stop chasing and you say, I got to look in the mirror, then the irony of it all is that you'll produce the same thing in your children. Your child will do the same exact thing that you're doing. He'll do the same exact thing you're doing because people, children don't do what we tell them to do. People, children do what they see is happening. That's what people do. People don't, children don't, don't follow, right? Don't follow what we say. Children follow what we do. So, this sheer is about, as Avi was mispalal and as we all are mispalal, is that we're trying to change ourselves. We're trying to work on ourselves. We're trying to work on ourselves. Okay. Rabbi Yaakov, you, you have any comments? Question, comments? I'll just add that um, um, it's such a critical thing about what Rabbi Fisher said about working on yourself. And I realized my whole life, and I 
you're talking about guys your age, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more middle aged. I'll stand up. I'm more middle aged. And, uh, you know, to say that you want to work on yourself at the age of 40 years old, I'm now 44 years old, is a hard thing to do. But, you know, what happens is, is that you realize your whole life that you're just chasing distraction. You know, first you think you need to get married, then you think you need to make money, you need to go into business, then you think you need to get to the best of here. You have all these preconceived notions in your head where you're going to be. And I realized that I was chasing and chasing and I was just very unhappy. And you keep on going down that road, it's just an unhappy road. There's no sympathy to it. You can't chase the next high and the next high and the next high. It's not going to do anything for you. And uh, I just remember a few years ago, I, uh, I, I went into a yeshiva, a local yeshiva. I started in, with Voracious and I opened the Chumash. And I started doing the Chumash every week and then I started Dafyomi and Today, I put in a few hours a day in learning, and it really calms me down, and it helps me in my business, and it helps me in a lot of things, and most importantly, it helps me in my relationship with my son, like, like you all, you know, could understand, you know, I wanted my son to go this way, that way, I was a very, you know, I have my own, you know, views of where I want my son, I realize it's not about my son, it's about me. Are you working on myself? Oh my and when he sees that, and, and look at the novice oh, yes. getting. I mean, Avi is killing it. I'm so happy he's there. Yeah, yeah, wow. 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 That was incredible. That was incredible. Maybe one day I'll join the Yeshiva. I'll come back. I'll be here full time. Oh man, yeah. Wow. Uh, Avi, go, Avi, Avi, go. Avi? Whatever he says. <laughs> no, we want to hear what you say, Avi. Let's hear. Okay, yeah. Um, I feel like I don't have much to say because really you guys said it so well. It's like... Not letting you get away with that, Av. <laughs> <laughs> just go, just go, Av. Um, it's very surreal to be here. There it's you go. It's very surreal to be here in what? this moment because forever... For all I've known until I was, let's say, 19, was like, nothing makes sense, nothing will ever make sense. The only thing that makes sense is falling into a cycle that works for you. That was my mahal for life. Oh, this guy fell into the yeshiva cycle? Okay, so he fell into that cycle. This guy fell into the drugs and alcohol cycle? That works for him. This guy fell into the girls all day cycle? Okay. That's all I knew. And all of a sudden, at around, I was 18, 19, I see my dad starting to learn, like, and really enjoy it. I was like, okay, so I guess I found the new cycle. And then I see, I start talking to Rabbi Fisher and I realize it's not really about cycles, you know, for lack of a better word. I know I'm not, I'm being very broad in general. Okay, so. But I realize it's not about cycles, it's about like just living life and there's not a label on everything that's that, maybe I don't understand everything. I think that's really what changed everything for me, is maybe I don't understand everything as well as I had it figured out or I thought I had it figured out. And I learned that from my father. He works on himself. It's like, whoa, okay, so guy like that I respect my whole life, that I want to model my life after him, he changes. A guy like Rabbi Fisher, I want to like, I want to achieve his happiness. That's what attracted me at first. So then I realized he works on himself. The guys in yeshiva that I want their happiness. At first, the Judaism turned me off totally. I'll be honest. I was like, tzitzis, yarmulke, like they they fell into a cycle. This is, this is the way to get comfortable, and, uh, and Judaism just fell into place. First I went for happiness, I'll be honest, that was my journey. So I was okay, so I have to be open to change, that's the pattern I'm seeing, be open to change, be open to maybe I have things wrong, and um, 
definitely I could say that's a common denominator between Rabbi Fisher and my father for me. And Judaism just fell in. It just, I don't know, it just came about somehow. Again, another pattern. I see people with Judaism are happy, boom. And that's, that's what I got to say on that. So I appreciate you guys. Oh, I love it. Wow, love it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Amazing, amazing. Thank you, Avi. Amazing. Amazing, all of us. Baruch Hashem. Okay. What? Yeah, right? Okay, good. Yeah. No, no. I, what are you talking about? This is the shear. What, what does that mean? We're doing the shear right now. You have a guitar? This is the shear. Did you ever hear it? Did you ever hear it? Did your father ever hear that song or no? No, no way. Oh my gosh. Okay, so after the shear, someone can someone go get a guitar? Go get it. Someone get a guitar. We'll do it. We'll do it. Let's start. We'll start this year. We'll start this year. But I want to know. I want to do it. I want to. Yeah, yeah. Go run again. You who to go get it? You know where you're going? Okay. So let's begin. You know what? Let's do it. Let's learn a halacha. Anyone else, question, comments? Anyone, uh, anyone, anyone want to question or comment on that? Please, oh, Moshe, yeah, go. This is amazing. No, I'm very self-centered here. I mean, a little bit to me. Um, yeah. I just want to remark that today I created something and it feels amazing. It's wait, wait, say that, that what, what? Say that again? Today I created something and it just feels really good to like, create. Just, like, it was cool to remind myself that. Like, so I just create stuff, basically. It's a comic. Create well, you feel great that you created something. What did you create? For what? Why did you create a stand there? What? Okay, amazing. Skryos. The reason, I, the reason, Moshe, the reason I was asking, the reason I was asking, what did you create? So I do agree that it's great when we create, but I think also it's what we create, and it could be that part of the happiness of creating a stander and creating space for ourselves, for Torah, for learning, for davening. It sort of gives us a, a, a validity and gives us strength to what we want to do and who we are and the fact that I'm committed to myself. I created something, not just Stam. I created a shtender in the base medrash where my svarim go, where I'm in a daven. It gives me space. Again, I don't know if this is what you were thinking, but, but I'm thinking a little bit like that. It's not just about creating something. It's creating something for yourself that I think feels good. I think when we take care of ourselves and we do things that we know we need to do. You know, it's one of the things we were speaking about in general when we create. This is a little bit of a segue to what I thought we were going to talk about. I'm not sure if we're going to go down this. We, we'll learn a little Hilchus Lashon Hara. But one of the things we left off yesterday about boundaries, about Yitzchak Avinu, about boundaries with other people, is not so much what we're doing with other people as much as it's what we do for ourselves. You know, one of the things, you know, people get excited. Oh, Kavaldik. People get excited when they, okay, great, Av. People, people get excited, people get excited when they, when they create certain bounds. Here, let me, let me give an example, and, then, and, then, and then, I'll, then I'll explain it on a personal level. 
When, when, when pe people feel good when they connect, which is part of boundaries also, which is I'm letting myself go. I'm letting myself let someone else in my life. I'm letting someone else know me. I'm getting to know someone else. I'm trusting someone. A lot of people have trouble with trust. So what do boundaries, how do boundaries work with trust? If you don't trust people, if you've been hurt by people, which happens to a lot of people, especially with complex trauma, which is we'll spend the sheer, next week talking about complex trauma, complex trauma, which most of us have, complex trauma, which is very difficult. So I hurt, I was hurt a lot, a lot, a lot. So what does that do? It makes me disconnect from people. It makes me put up strong boundaries from people. Now we think that it's from people. So what happens is it becomes extreme. Either I'm too disconnected to everybody, I put up too many walls, or I don't know how to have proper relationships. But at the end of the day, when you have a proper relationship and you learn to say no to somebody, when you learn to say yes to somebody, when you know when to say yes, when to say no, it has nothing to do with the other person. The other person is in your life, but it has to do with what you're doing for yourself. It has to do with how you're viewing yourself. We were talking about this yesterday. If I'm so busy, if I'm so busy learning, if I'm so busy that I got to go to sleep because I got to get up in the morning, then it's okay if I tell the person that I cannot talk to you or my roommate, please shut off the light. So when we, one of my favorite lines is when you say no to something, you're really saying yes to something else. You're saying yes to yourself. When you say no to something, when you say no to someone, you're saying yes to yourself. You're not saying no to that person. People think that boundaries, well, when a person is shoimer his anayim, he's not saying I'm not looking at that. What he's saying is I want to look at myself. I want to look at Hashem. I want to be holy. He's not saying I don't want to look at that. You're saying I really want to be true to myself. So I think that that's very, very powerful. It's a very powerful thing in Yitzhak. We're not going to get into it long enough now because Avi's going to uh, share his song with us. Yeah. Go ahead.
can be interpreted in a positive manner. Shaul has a sense of humor. However, it can also be interpreted negatively. Shaul is quite queer. There are two instances when it would be mutter to relay a double meaning comment. Number one, if you say it in such a way 
that if the person being spoken about were present when you relayed the comment, he would not experience even a trace of ill feelings, which means if you're saying it in a way that you know nobody would have a, a thought that maybe it's negative, then that's fine. Number two, if the comment was said in the presence of three people, it would be permissible to say it. Why is that? So says the Chavetz Chaim, because since the comment was said in, the front, in front of a group, it is presumed that the speaker meant it in a positive manner. Why? Because the speaker assumes that the comment will reach the ears of the person he is speaking about. So since we know it's going to reach the guy, then obviously I'm not going to say something negative. Hashem should help us all. What an amazing get-together. I could just say one thing. Achtus, people think, is you and the guy who is so far from you. That's not what Achtus is. That's also Achtus. Achtus is a father and a son, two brothers, a husband and a wife. People are working on oh, We got to work on Achtus. I got to accept. I got to accept that person who lives in another place who's different from me. That's, that's a far achthos. That's also true. Achthos is bringing those who are close to be close and to stay close. If there was so much achthos with husband, wife, father, son, that would overflow into all the Jewish people. So Rabbi Yaakov, Avi, Mamish, in honor, this is a uh, moment in time for me to uh, try and uh, stop for myself to feel the blessing of someone who's been in yeshiva uh, for, this is his third year in yeshiva, someone who has uh, transformed himself, someone who I could say is a role model, a model for, for the entire yeshiva of a person who works on himself, a person who is not just there for himself as we spoke about Avram Avinu, but through being there for himself is overflowing into so many other people, and Hashem set that up. Hashem set this up. You can't make this. I have a chasana tomorrow night. We don't have shir tomorrow. I could have had a chasana today. It could have worked out. You came this time, that time. You came tonight, this evening, and uh, Rabbi Yaakov, to you, God bless you. That we should all be zoicha to have nachas, Yiddish nachas, and yirbu kamoischa uh, b'Yisrael, that there should be ashrei aviv, the Gemara in Yuma says, when you see a person who's a Kiddush Hashem, when you see a person who's learning Torah, when you see a person like Avi, where do you look at? You look at his father. You look at his mother. You look at his parents and you say, God bless those parents who, uh, who helped create a beautiful person like that. We shall all be zocha to amazing things. Let us remember that it's our brothers and sisters. Let's remember we're one family. Us and all the Jewish people will be zocha to Yeshua's, to Nechamas, have an amazing first day of the rest of your life, everyone. Thank you.